First one we're going to talk about Terraform Labs. This just came out yesterday. Terra, um, they are the foundation behind Luna and UST. Um, they are launching launching a foundation called the Luna Foundation Guard. Uh, it is a nonprofit that is going to be governed by all of the top builders in UST or in Terra Money, um, and it's dedicated to helping keep UST stable, um, increase adoption, and increase the decentralization behind the core team of Terra Money. Uh, what they're doing is they're putting 50 million Luna, which right now is worth about $4 billion, uh, into this foundation. And they're going to really be building out the decentralization. Um, they're building out a Forex reserve uh, against which UST can be redeemed. Um, this will help with uh, holding the peg will help with, I mean, pretty much everything involved with the Terra Money ecosystem. Um, they're also going to be doing a lot of grants and other stuff for builders and people within the system. So this should really just lead to an explosion of growth um, within the Terra system. Um, what did you think about this, Jake? So I don't know quite as much about uh, Terra and Luna as you do, but... Um... Yeah, four billion. Um, I don't know how much of that is going towards just building out the forex reserves, but even if like ten percent is going towards these grants, that's still as much as well. That's four hundred million dollars. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, this seems like just the next phase. You build a, maybe the most successful stablecoin, and now you want to build the community around that because it seems like. Establishing a credible, widely used stable coin has been step one for a lot of these, um, uh, a lot of these networks. So, I haven't heard exactly. of any projects yet, um, but this was just announced. So, I guess we yeah, this was literally announced yesterday. Um, and this is one of there's multiple. It's kind of a, a thing going around on Twitter. There's multiple redacted things that are coming to Terra in the next couple of weeks, and this was the first um, step. So there should be a lot more things coming, but this was the first kind of big drop. Um, and again, the nice thing is that 50 million is it's 50 million Luna. So that value could actually go up over 4 billion. It could also go down, but you know, you would think that as a growing ecosystem, the value should continue to increase. Well, um, we actually saw that, uh, with Avalanche, when they did their big rush, they put 180 million into their system. And then within a month, the price had doubled, which had increased the value they put into the system double. That's uh, that got a four billion goes to eight billion. Uh, yeah, I mean, even if it goes back up to the um, their all time high of a hundred dollars, that's five hundred billion or five. Billion. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, so they now they have these secret, uh, the hidden things on their website. So, so what the plan is here that they're going to slowly reveal their more concrete steps in the future for what this. Yeah. Is. Okay. I would think all of that stuff should be coming out within the next month or so. Man, it's the slow drip. A lot of these. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, I, I bet. I guess that's part of it. These teams, even for someone as big as Duquan's team and uh, the Terra Luna teams and the protocol. Um, yeah, you, they, they're just still, they need time. They, it's, it's not like there's a giant corporation backing this where they can roll out this huge marketing proposal. It all just feels a little more bootstrap than 
like a $4 billion initiative would coming out of a traditional corporation or something, which isn't a cut. It's just, uh, it's just sometimes you see these big numbers and you have to remind yourself that, uh, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done, but interesting. Interesting yeah. stuff. And then also I wanted to quick touch on Secret. Uh, Secret Network um, also announced a $400 million ecosystem funding. And um, yes. And I think this is going to be awesome too, because Secret is a lot smaller. So this 400 million or a lot smaller than Terra. So mm-hmm. I think this 400 million will go a lot farther than the, Terra will, at least initially. Um, right. So they're donating, or they're um, putting $225 million into ecosystem funds. Uh, and then they're putting $175 million into an accelerator pool, which will be for grants, ecosystem initiatives, and other things to rapidly increase user adoption. And that accelerator fund also is in secret. So it could be the same situation with the Luna fund, where that money could potentially increase rapidly if secret price keeps increasing (laughs) yeah uh i love that they made the accelerator and the ecosystem fund they've made it very clear that they want to use their accelerator that 175 million to funnel very very early stage teams into their ecosystem fund for long-term funding and so uh we've already had a number of really great uh other complementary apps get rolled out on secret uh, Ultra Mail is one example that uh, we work with someone very closely that is part of that project. Um, but uh, I think there's already a couple examples of the accelerator pool investing in. It was some company that's going to help bridge. Oh, it's the Monero Bridge. They're going to right now value held on the Monero blockchain can't participate in DeFi. So their secret Monero bridge would enable the transfer value from Monero onto the secret network. So uh, they already have, and then there's like a handful of other companies they already have in the accelerator. So this is, this is awesome. Do you have a pathway to fostering, creating and shepherding uh, growth in the secret community? And uh, that's great. More privacy apps, bring them on. Exactly. I, one final point too. I think this is awesome because it's going to alleviate a lot of the pressure on some of these early stages to potentially do coin releases or other things to raise money if they're able to get a grant and able to actually work on the project and not have to rush anything out right away, which I think is will be awesome for the future. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I can't wait to see uh, what projects come out of these two initiatives. There's so much money and there's so many, we covered this a few weeks ago. There are developers, maybe not leaving their jobs, but certainly at the very least, they are flocking to these GitHub repositories and they're contributing on a monthly basis. There is more and more and more people and teams growing in crypto, Web3, DeFi by the day. And so this is excellent timing for these, uh, these protocols to just open up the checkbooks. Can't wait to see what comes out of it. Exactly. Very excited. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, hey, thanks. But an article that isn't quite as exciting. It uh, is A16Z's and Dreesen Horowitz's really what they call their 10 key principles for how open societies or, or really policymakers, leaders of government, shapers of regulation should focus their efforts to lay the groundwork for Web3 to thrive within and across national borders. That's kind of their hook. But really what this is, is um, 
their attempt to try to guide policymakers as crypto uh, becomes well more regulated. I think we're getting closer and closer to that day. And uh, last year alone, we saw a handful of countries like China ban a lot of these things outright. So right off the bat, I'll just say I chose this because I like the attempt. I think there's a instinctual response within the crypto community to bristle and like almost scream at any interference by government. And I get that because I don't think government is going to necessarily help uh, accelerate the innovation here unless they're just going to, you know, start trying to fund projects. But uh, I think that's wishful thinking. But I I think it's just it's naive to think that you can self-regulate. No industry has ever really been able to pull that off as much as they've wanted to. So leaning in a little bit and trying to shape the policy, try to have an active hand is necessary. And so I thought it was at least nice to see a major player in this space take what I think is a flawed but you know first swing at trying to say, well, if we're going to regulate, here's where you focus. This is where we go. So I picked it. Did you have any thoughts coming out of it? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with your overall general sentiment that this is a, it's a good framework, a good starting point. I agree with some of the points. I think the big ones I liked were talking about how, like you said, I mean, every industry is regulated, so why not get a spot at the table and try to kind of shape the regulation how we want it? I mean, I know um, the guy who leads Masari, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but he is talking about running for office after... Um, Do Kwan, actually the leader of Terraform, was uh, served papers by the SEC at um, a conference a couple months ago. So I know it's it's spurring people are spurring into action, people are starting to run, and hopefully that leads to more um, knowledge on the side of the people that are regulating the crypto, so that it's not just mm-hmm. like China did and let's just ban it all. Like <laughs> that doesn't really that's not going to work. Yeah. I did not know that he was going to run for office. I mean, like. I'm a pretty big supporter of the crypto like uh, space. I, I invest in it. Obviously, I spend my mornings talking about it. I don't think I'd vote for someone just because they're a crypto enthusiast. Like, there's, there's other issues out there. I don't know. Maybe he can win, but but at the very least, I mean, like the initiative. It's like if you don't like the laws, run for office and try to change them yourself. So, um, yeah, more power to him. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's weird because with in crypto, you're never quite sure what people's general other political beliefs are. Uh, and they might be wildly different from what you would consider mainstream. So, uh, no, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, you, that, that is a great point. <laughs> but uh, uh, one other point I did like um, was to talk about rel- well-regulated stable coins. Yes. Um, I think stable coins are going to be huge. I mean, that's people are going to want to deal in stable coins. They're not going to want to deal in a day to day in an asset that is going to fluctuate potentially thousands of dollars. Like they want their money that they're going to spend to be in a stable asset. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That was so. My whole take kind of from this piece is that I think it's a little too vague. It's not, if I'm a policymaker and reading this, it doesn't really give me a lot of direction. It's more just kind of like, um, I don't know, a list of beliefs. But that was one that I really liked, which was uh, 
it was, and I'm quoting here, embrace the role of well-regulated stablecoins and financial inclusion and innovation. And uh, because stablecoins really seem to be maybe number one in the scopes for governments to regulate, at least here in the U.S. So, yeah, I mean, if, if if the people... Crypto supporters, people in the crypto community are going to gear up for a regulatory fight. This is probably where the first battle is going to take place. And, and I'm with you. I'd like to see it as a viable option that doesn't have to hide behind. It. Like it, if you operate just in traditional finance, it's a pain in the ass to get fully onboarded into the crypto space. There's a lot of steps. There's a lot of risk. And so bridging that gap would be would be good. And regulation is bad. Yeah. I think if we could get to the point where people don't realize they're using crypto. Like you said, they download an app, they put in their information or whatever, and then they're using crypto, but it's not 20 steps they have to go through and moving money all over the place. It's something where it's just intuitive and there. Right. Yeah. Um, I did want to mention one other one I liked. I did like the part about creating targeted risk calibrated oversight. So as web three grows, there's so many different um, categories I mean, you have data, publication, borrowing, lending, remittance, collecting, video games, art, um, and everything's got a different risk level. So I think that that definitely needs to be addressed is how these are, or how these are, um, what oversight's done on which types of protocols. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, the example is the legal to cover stock, real estate, cars, art, watches, trading cards, they're all different. Right. So why would all your stuff covering Web3 be the same, too? Yeah. So I think rows, you kind of are going to see a lot of breakout, hopefully. And it's not treated as a monolith. Yeah, that is probably the biggest difficulty. Uh, probably the biggest headache for crypto supporters is watching the whole space get flattened and talked about and treated as a single entity. And anytime, like you you sent me that piece on, what was it, Crypto Island? Um and for anyone who hasn't seen Crypto Island, just Google it. It is hilariously, <laughs> ridiculously stupid. It is very, very, very dumb. And it's like the, uh, what is it, like the Fire Island scam come to crypto. Uh, and it's just shit like that then gets pretty much applied to the entire space by people who just want to, you know, mock crypto. So, uh, yes. So, so having some context and nuance in regulation, seeing different risk profiles across the spaces, very important. I, I agree with you there. Um, so awesome. Well, thanks, bud. I think, uh, Oh, I have to say one more thing. I don't know if you noticed, but multiple times in a 16 Z's paper, I noticed multiple mentions of the need for privacy and privacy first. Uh, and as far as I know, there's, uh, only one network that has really, really truly adopted the privacy first initiative uh and that is secret network so yeah uh, i mean i i think that this this is bullish for both secret and Terra. i mean between the stable coins and then needing privacy i mean there's there's a lot of catalysts out there Mm -hmm. yeah and i guess disclaimer yeah we own both so if yes we'll be open and honest about that we like them i like the stock but uh, <laughs> I think we're right up on time. Probably went over. Uh, Ruben Karma, appreciate you guys being in the channel, uh, being on the call today. Uh, good to talk to you, Greg. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. Talk to you later.